Hello, Evergreen Online. I want to welcome you on this Halloween Sunday. Today, much of our congregation is at Arcadia County Park for our Fall Festival Church in the Park event. I know many of us are still a little bit cautious about gathering in person and indoors, and so we want to provide regular opportunities for us to gather safely outdoors as well. Since we'll be outdoors at the park, children or unvaccinated evergreeners are welcome to join, and everyone is still asked to wear a mask unless, mask unless they uh, are eating, of course. And for those of you who still want to come, please come. If you can join us anywhere between 10 and noon today, we'd love to see you. It's very casual, so come for 15 minutes or come for the entire two hours. We did order a little bit of extra food, but at this point, it's first come, first serve. Now, this time at the park, there'll be a few light activities for the kids in honor of the Halloween weekend. And the whole time is really just meant for us to connect. Oh, and if you want to wear your costume, please do so. Now, if you're just joining us this year, we are in a series called Awaken the Senses, where we're using our six human senses as a doorway to a deeper understanding of how God is communicating to all of us. As we emerge from a state of pandemic slumber, a general grogginess from the past year and a half, you might be wondering, what's next for me? Where do I go now that I'm emerging from this pandemic? And how is my life going to be different from this point on? Through this series, we're using the analogy of our sensory organs to become sensitive to God's voice. And just as your senses start to start firing up as you awaken each morning, we imagine that God is igniting our senses, waking us up as he calls us to a new season of life. Now again, this is not meant to promote some abilities over others. We're just using the senses as doorways for everyone to discover God's call in our lives. And this Halloween Sunday, I thought it would be fun and meaningful to talk about the sixth sense, sort of a Halloween-y theme. Now, if you remember many years ago, there is a movie called The Sixth Sense by director M. Night Shyamalan. And, um, you know, I just want to say, don't worry, this devotional has nothing to do with ghosts. Or does it? <laughs> As I was saying, this, this devotional has nothing to do with real ghosts. And the real sixth sense, according to the National Institutes of Health, is a sense called proprioception. Now, proprioception, that's sort of a mouthful, so you can just say sixth sense. The sixth sense is the body's ability to know where it is in space. For example, when the sobriety, the sobriety test that uh, police officers administer, where you have to touch your finger to your nose with your eyes closed, this sixth sense, sense allows us to know where our nose is without using our eyes. And as with any ability, there are those on the spectrum with this. Some have even have a condition that causes a loss of this sense. Now, this sixth sense really allows us to perceive all the different physical forces that interact with our body, helping us to keep balance and to know which way is up. And it also allows us to be sensitive to pain in a way that like when we feel pain and rawness all over our skin when we get a bad sunburn. Now, the way that I understand this sense is that it really helps us to have an embodied presence, to be fully present and aware of what's happening to our entire body. And it just so happens that this sense is found in the Bible. 
Now, you've heard us talk before about 1 Corinthians chapter 11, where Paul talks to the church at Corinth about discerning the body. And in chapter 11, he says this, Whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. Now, a lot of teaching on this passage understands this to be a warning about personal sin in the context of the sacrament of communion, that we should repent of any individual wrongdoing before we partake of the bread and the cup. You may have heard me teach on this before. But the context of the entire section and kind of the book tells us that the sin Paul warns about is the sin of being disembodied, like a ghost, where the spiritual and the physical body are not one. This ancient church in Corinth was being divided between those who had much and those who had little. The ones who had abundance were, were having lavish feasts, eating their fill in one room of the house, and then on the, in another room of the house, there were other members that were painfully hungry. And they were doing this in the context of their worship, gathering to proclaim a God of forgiveness and reconciliation and love, but the actual experience in that church body was contrary to that. Their spiritual proclamation was disconnected to their physical church body. Paul's exhortation is about an embodied presence an awareness of how the entire church is doing, and a presence within the body to love each other. He basically says you have to be spiritually awake to know that your brothers and sisters in the next room are hurting, and you have to be physically present in the church to do something about it. Now, I think that's exactly what a biblical proprioception or a biblical sixth sense is. It's discerning the body of Christ as Paul says, having an embodied presence and knowing where your body is and how it's feeling. Who's hurting? Who's in need? Who's feeling left out? Who's celebrating? Who's joyful? And how can we bring all these people together and love each other? In a metaphorical sense, it's being able to close your eyes and knowing where your nose is or knowing where your elbow is or knowing where your knee is or your shoulder so we can mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice, as Paul says in the book of Romans. Or as Paul says in 1 Corinthians later, after the first chapter 11, he says, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. And if one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. I think this is an especially important lesson for us in this season. Because as we've talked about, we've been in a pandemic slumber or Maybe it's more of a pandemic-induced coma because it's kind of been forced upon us, this, this sleep. But our community has been forced to scatter and retreat inside in our homes and away from each other for a year and a half, and for good reason. Now, I'm, I'm all for social distancing and not exposing our most vulnerable to unnecessary risk. I want to keep everybody safe in our community. But while that may keep us safer from the coronavirus, it also comes with a cost. And I think it makes church feel a little bit disembodied in this time. Our worship for the most part has been virtual and our body has been scattered again for good reason. But as God awakens us from our pandemic slumber, 
The question is, how are we being called to a place of spiritual worship in a lived experience? In other words, the love of God, how do we have the love of God and live it out in relationship within the body of Christ? Our spiritual sixth sense, the ability to know where the body is and what's happening to it, is awakened when we're in relationship with others in the church body. Now, I know that's really hard right now because we're all still trying to figure out what's safe and what we feel comfortable with. I'm, I'm there too. I'm figuring that stuff out as well. But in the coming year, which is really just around the corner, I'm going to be calling us, Evergreen Baptist Church of Los Angeles, Lord willing, step by step back into an embodied presence. And my hope and prayer is that in the season ahead, you find a renewed and revived rootedness in the evergreen community, that your relationships are deepened and the love of God is tangibly experienced by you in new ways. Grace and peace with you and have a safe and fun Halloween.